Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, my talkers, it is Wednesday, it is hump day, and for you guys, I got a little something special. Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 what day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! There you go, guys. Now, hour three of Lori and Julia on Hump Day. Well, and and we're turning over to a familiar voice. We're so happy that we get to do our two games a week with Rocco. Hey. Hey, Rocco. Hey, Grant. Grant, I wonder if you could play along in the background if you get any of the answers. Yeah, I wonder if Grant uh, could. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, as uh, we always say at this time on Wednesdays. Shall we play a game? game, game? Shall we play a game? It's let's pop culture it. Jeopardy. All right, let's do it. Even though, still, I don't make you answer in the form of a question. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, so, as you know, I always try to find a theme. Did you know today is the 118th birthday of the Ford Motor Company? Oh, no, I didn't, fantastic. but happy birthday, happy Henry birthday. Ford and family. And, yes. and remember, Lori always says when she tries to do a southern accent, the best thing to say is... I've got a photo Ford. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there you go. So we're going to do uh, some pop culture things that have things to do with Fords today. All right. Oh, Lord. Yeah, but you know, I think you're going to know some of these. Okay. Like this one. See if you can name this car that I'm talking about. It uh, was a beat-up Ford Deluxe convertible that Shelby. Ken- that Kanicki bought and had his buddies the T-Birds work oh, on it boy, in shop it class. Thunderbird. And uh, that's where Danny Zuko I starts singing about it. He tells us it's automatic. It's systematic. It's, it's hydromatic. Why it's... it's a- oh, God. Wait, you should know this, it's, Julia. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's systematic. It's a well. What is Ford. the name of the car? What's the name of the car? I can't what what think do they call Fairlane. it? No, Thunderbird. It's a convertible. It's a Mustang. And they sing about it. They say go, go, Grease Lightning. Yes. Oh, there you go. oh my gosh! Is the name of the car Grease Lightning? Well, so yeah. That, well, that, in the movie it is. Yeah, exactly. I kept That's what of, I was going. I'm we thinking, were thinking of the, of the real name. name. Right, right, right. I can't. It was well. Actually, I gave you the name because it was called a deluxe. D E oh. space L U X E. That was oh, the actual name okay. of the car. Yeah, we're off to a weird start. Like but yes, real. We didn't. We were but you knew that it was automatic. Systematic. It's hydromatic. Hydromatic. Yeah, you should Why get the point just for that. Everybody saw that movie about a hundred times. Oh, yeah. oh, in fact, my talk through a grease event at the VHS Field. I saw it so many times. It was at the movie theater, Highland Park Movie Theater, when I was at work there. Yeah. And you've told many stories about uh, 
being sexually harassed there at the movie I theater. I did not. Yes, you said a oh, lot of people couldn't Rocco. keep their, their eyes on the ticket machine. Okay, this is really good. This okay. is fun. I'm having a good time today. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. We just, you know, fond memories. Oh, good. I'm glad you remembered that one. That was so special for me. I know. Um, uh, if you're going to tell it, don't be ashamed. There Julia. you go, I guess. Wow. Okay. Well, um, so a 1932 Ford Model 18 became a popular model to be turned into hot rods for cool kids in the 60s, right? Yeah. The Beach Boys even had a top 15 single about a, a, 19, about a 1932 Ford oh. Model 18. It's like a, but that's what it wasn't. It wasn't called that because uh, they, they had a nickname for it. My little, they took the two. Oh, you're getting there. My little. My little. They my, took the two from 1932 and changed that to Deuce. My little Ford. Do, and then, oh, my you're close. Coop, there my little it Deuce is, Coop. little oh, I've Deuce never heard, Coop. Let's hear that song. I've never heard of it. You've heard this song, little Deuce Coop. I never knew they said Deuce Coop. And I never knew that a Deuce Coop was a 1932 Ford Model 18. Like all those cool hot rods are 30s cars. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They're all going to be in town at the fairground. Oh, that's right. Back to the 50s is. weekend? Yes, it's this weekend. Well, I've got a couple questions in a row here that are... So the car that What's-His-Name drives in American Graffiti... Oh. That's that's a Thunderbird. Well, no, not only that, but that's um, it, that's question number four. Oh, so it is. Oh, okay. We'll give, we'll Google give Lori it. a point there. Thank you. <laughs> Why do you get the point? Well, well because she guessed. I You're guess right. So. Um well, yeah. All right. Well, we'll get there. But yeah, okay. right. It, that I did in doing my Ford research today. Did not know that. That Marco. was a deuce coupe. Coop. Yeah. At the end of American Graffiti, there's a drag race between Harrison Ford. He was driving a Chevy, and Paul Lamatt yeah. in a little deuce coupe. And I, I think remember he Mackenzie it. Oh, I remember. I thought that was a T Bird. No, that's a deuce coupe, Julia. That's oh, a third. God, year. I gotta look up what a deuce coupe, coupe is. Yeah. Now, well, now you know. I just told you, it's a yeah. 1932 Ford Model 18. All right, got it. Not okay. a winter dump. But just get FYI. this. <laughs> so what if? Uh, here's a famous 1933 Ford Hot Rod, oh, known Lord. as the Eliminator. It was owned by bearded guitarist Billy Gibbons. And it became ZZ Top. A, there you go. ZZ Top. So, yeah, that famous car was a 1933 Ford. Gotta keep thinking we're gonna say car names, but it's just it is the a trivia. Yeah, I know, I need two. I finally clued in. Do you have no. four? It's two, two, two. two. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right, we're we're done with hot rods for now. Okay. Um, but we're gonna go to more of a station wagon. The uh, Wagon Queen Family Truckster Station Wagon was based on the 1979 Ford LTD Country Squire yes, Station it was. Wagon. Woody. Mm-hmm. And in 1983, a metallic P Green Family Truckster. Um, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say that. I was mm-hmm. like, what the name is that movie? The Griswolds. Mm-hmm. Yes. And do you remember who the salesman was that um, sold it to him? Randy, his brother. No, that's pretty good. Uh, no, listen to this clip. It's and see if you can guess. Now, I owe it to myself to tell you, Mr. Griswold, that if you're thinking of taking the tribe cross-country... Who is this voice? This is the automobile you should be using, the Wagon Queen family truckster. You think you hate it now, but wait till you drive it. We know that voice. Who is that voice? He's from S Creek. 
Oh, oh Dan, Levy. Dan Levy. Levy. No, the dad. The dad. Eugene. Yep. Eugene Levy. Eugene oh, Levy. that's funny. You got it. Yeah, that's not a good. That's yeah. a did he have thing. his big iconic eyebrows? He, he did. He's <laughs> yes. always had him his whole life, Lori. I they, and they just turned the color of his hair. They at least, you know. They're dark. They're dark. They're black and his hair is gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those guys are funny. And I just saw on TV that both like he and the son are doing ads for credit cards now. Yeah. So good well, for them. Get, get Creek, win win an Emmy up. and make that bank. Yeah. Those guys are blowing up. All right. You're doing pretty good. So what is it? 3-2, three, two, three, Julie? 3-2. Two. Okay. Uh, in what 1991 movie was a 1966 Ford Thunderbird driven over a cliff and into the Grand Canyon? Oh, that's Wait, a tie. I know we just had that question the other day. Yeah. But I did not know that that was a Ford Thunderbird. Neither did I. Another no. Ford. Um, okay, we're going to question uh, six here, I think. What band in 1972 sang this line? Well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Arizona is such a fine place to be. The Eagles. Yes. yes. It's a girl, my right lord, in a, in a flat bed for Take it easy. Good, good one, Laura. All right, you got that one. It's 3.5 three, three. to 3.5, yes. And I had to throw out the American Graffiti question, so we'll see how many we right. left here. How about this one? Uh, the Ford Grand Torino yes. made its debut in 1972, and a certain filmmaker made and starred... Good, that's Grand Torino. I got it. Julius tries to read my lips. <laughs> you know, she does that. And then she's, a, it's like me with songs. Mm-hmm. Being a second behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one makes me mad. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's... I loved it, Lori, that you pulled the Ford Fairlane out of your butt, though. That oh, was okay. a really good one. I've got the Ford Fairlane. 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 Yeah. I mean, that was. I had a Ford Belvedere. Oh, that's No, it was even... a Plymouth Belvedere. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you if you guys had any Fords. Oh, in yeah. I had an LTD, Louise Tiffany Diamond. Yeah. That was, that, that's that's what I named it. <laughs> that's awesome. And I don't know what a GTO was. That's a Pontiac. Yeah, Pontiac. Pontiac, a blast from the past. Mm-hmm. That isn't even around anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Um, all right, we got a couple left here. Um, okay. I'm one point ahead of you, Julia. So I know. this is real tight. All right. See if you can name this song. I got a hot rod Ford and a two dollar billboard, and I know a spot right over the Good looking. What you got cooking? There you go. Cooking <laughs> something up for me. You got it. Do you guys know this song? Do you know this song? My dad kind of likes some yeah. of this old timey country stuff. I never. We, this was never played in my yeah. household ever. Here's a song. Got four wheels and a running board. It's a Ford or it's a Ford. Hong Kong, rattle, 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 crash, bang, bang. Hong Kong, rattle, 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 crash, bang, bang. Hong Kong, rattle, rattle, crash, bang, bang. Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Beep, beep. How the hell do you know that song? That was a camp song. Oh, jeez. How does it go? No. 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 Let's never hear it again. Well, no, but I mean, that was a special special moment. You can't recreate them. You can't. No. Don't even think of it, Julia. That was was so bad.
Mm. Well, um, it was I'm, good. You remembered every word. It was a camp song. I yeah. remember all my camp, camp songs, which is something. So if we ever did finish the sentence, or finish the word, song? if you could play chicken, C, that's the way it begins, H, I'm just like learning. I mean, I could sing all my camp songs. Well, no, Taraco, don't do any of those. <laughs> chicken, C, oh, yeah. that's, that's the way it begins, H, I'm just like littering, I, I am the third, oh, C, I'm the fourth, I in the bird, okay, I'm near the end. I'm filling in C H I C K and that's where you spell chicken. I'm scared. <laughs> but then it goes Rufus, Rufus, John's prom. What you gonna do when the rain comes out? What you gonna say? What you gonna play? What you gonna do? Come judgment day. Who know? You know? I know. That means. Uh, <laughs> and what throws what? you out in the street? Wow. What is no, happening? These are all my camp songs. All right. That's that funny. Was, we're gonna do a whole segment on Julia's camp songs. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> all right. We'll finish with one more. Okay. Um, I okay. I'm just gonna say this list regarding Henry, the Mosquito <gasps> Coast. Oh, we're just right. Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison, Harrison Ford. Yes. Uh oh. Did you tie it up or? Is it glory no, four win? and a half to five and a half. Oh, glory's right. close. Close, but no. Okay, cigar. regarding Henry was such a great movie. It was good. Didn't he lose? Didn't he have like a car accident? He was a famous attorney and a crappy, mean husband. And something tragic happened to him, and he came yeah. back as something. I can't remember. That was a long time ago, and I only saw it once. That was a good movie. Yeah. All right. Well, Lori wins. That Thanks, was, uh, Rocco. Well, very Country close, Jeopardy. and we that got regaled with camp songs. Sorry. So, yeah, I I'm, apologize. See, no, I, that's the way it like, begins. H. Yeah, I'm I the think, second letter in. Yeah, people are happy. <laughs> They're singing right now. They're like, oh, now that's <laughs> Everyone who went to Campbell Jaquita with me, yeah. Camp Chewin, I think, you know, Widgeywagon. These are all the songs. All right, very all right. good. Well, we've got Holly and the Dirt Alert coming all up right. next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, it's the hump day dirt alert. It is the hump yeah. day. I was like, wait, is it Wednesday? <laughs> it is Wednesday. Yay. Oh, my goodness. Yay. Let's uh, straddle the hump with some Andy Cohen gossip about keeping up with the Kardashians and the reunion show that he hosted. So he admitted that he had to adjust to accommodate keeping up with the Kardashians, specifically the Kardashian-Jenner scheduled. So instead of having more of a say, like he usually does with the Real Housewives taping, he's like, look, I'm not an executive producer on the show. I was hosting it. I was working on the script. I was working on what I was going to ask them. But they have editorial control of this reunion special. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, so don't think that this is Andy Cohen interrogating the Kardashians and getting perhaps the juicy real gossip. This is Kardashian-Jenner sanctioned dirt. So he said this on Heather DeBro's show, which, by the way, news for her. She's going to be back on The Real Housewives of Orange County. Your thoughts? So happy about that. What do you think about the changeup of the casting? Oh, they needed to get rid of Kelly, Bronwyn... She had to go, and Elizabeth Vargas and her mysterious rich ex-husband. That we, it was like a, it was so, so dumb. <laughs> so bring dumb. back Tamara and Vicky, as far as I'm concerned. Too. Oh my, oh gosh, yeah, bring back the OGs. Well, that's going to be filming in July, and this two-part reunion special is going to cover of the Kardashians is going to cover all 20 seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So, Boy, in- the edit of it sure sounds like they're answering good questions. Well, it sounds, you know. Intrigued. Genuinely, I think I'm intrigued about what they have to say. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After what it has been 14 years and 20 seasons yeah. of the show. And maybe, you know, looking back and thinking about, you know, when you do the before and after, when you look at them from 2007 to 2021, a lot of time has passed. And perhaps there are some things that we don't know that they're willing to share with yeah, us at maybe. this point. So we're going to be able to watch the first part of that. It airs Thursday, tomorrow at 7 p.m. on E. And by the way, speaking of a Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian got a wonderful gift from Suzanne Summers. What? A Thighmaster Gold. Oh, my God. Is there a Thighmaster in this place? Yes. Yeah, no, it's under my desk, honey. Still? Yes. yes. You're squeeze, squeeze, squeezing your totally. way to shapely hips I and am. Thighs. I've been doing it for 30 years. Okay, now I have to ask you. Uh-huh. Does the thing work? Yes. You can feel it. You really can. You can if yes. you can feel it. It does. Mm-hmm. It's easy because you know you I built up such sitting. a strong inner thigh muscle. Right. <laughs> Just you can like crush beer cans yeah, I, I with really your thighs. Can. I can. Come and knock on her door. There you go. Uh, well, this was all for Khloe Kardashian's birthday. So uh, you know, I think that the connection with Suzanne Summers and the Kardashians is that Kris Jenner has a house in Palm Springs. Yeah. And so does Suzanne Summers. So right. I feel oh, like they, you know, maybe Khloe okay. was like a big fan of. Suzanne Summers in the thigh mask or something. Yeah, I don't or know. Maybe I think she it's wa- cute. Yeah, watched her on Step by Step. Right. Let's not forget she had a 90s sitcom as well. True. Well, let's get to a little Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Hey. And Patrick Duffy. Yeah. Um, I love it. So, Chrissy Teigen, according to a source at the Daily Mail, is hoping for a sit down chat with Oprah. Amid this cyberbullying controversy and all the drama that's happening with Chrissy Teigen. Oh. Now, Do you think she'll get it? I don't know. If her agent and publicist are working probably overtime for it, because the conversation that's been happening with Oprah is that you sit down with Oprah, you're going to have a serious conversation that people are seriously going to pay attention to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're going to be able to say things in a way that will reveal your truth that only Oprah can happen. I mean, it's the it's the Harry and Meghan effect. Yeah, I don't see Oprah really being that interested in doing this interview. Yeah, kind of agree it's, with you, Lori. I, oh, yeah. Unless she has a big allegiance with John Legend or it owes no, him a fa- No, I no, don't see I don't, it. Either. I don't, I don't think see it's. It. I just don't see it. I don't see. I don't Oprah. think that she's worthy. Right. She's you know, not a big enough name. I mean, she's she's Chrissy Teigen. <sighs> She's a big enough celebrity and the story is big. But, you know, to Lori's point, I think to your point, Julia, too, what we're talking about in the conversations that we're having, is this something that Oprah is going to find interesting? Is it too much tabloid fodder, gossip, all of that kind of stuff? She's going to say to Gail, they're going to talk about it. And she's like, why did this Tegan, why did she punch down and yell at kids and, you know, teenage teen moms and you know, kind of like, I don't see Oprah being interested in whatever the thinking was behind Chrissy Teigen. I just don't see her being interested. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you wrote nasty things to people. And you told them to kill themselves yeah. and you wish them dead. And I, I just don't see her being interested in discussing the motivation. She'd probably just tell her publicist, have Chrissy just keep doing 
good work in her therapy and really reach out to those people she was mean to because those people are coming out and saying she still hasn't apologized to us. Right, because there's the pile on the pile on. We have the Project Runway designer Michael Costello telling his experience. Courtney Stodden has said even from the first apology when Chrissy said she'd apologized to her, she's like, no, she hasn't. She still blocked me and she was and now Farrah Abraham is coming out. Chrissy should have never done that stupid second letter. Right, her, that second, yeah. Her where, conversational tone was all <laughs> yes, off. Yeah. Right, and you know, one of the things I think with the initial apology, one of the things was like, well, you're apologizing, but the person that you allegedly apologized to is actually saying, no, that's not the case. Yeah. And then the story kind of escalated from there, where it was like, well, not only you were apologizing, Chrissy Teigen, but the person says that you didn't. So yeah. what what's really going on here? Yeah, right? the only other thing that has been mishandled as badly as Chrissy Teigen's whole thing is Buckingham Palace uh, and the people, the sources coming out, that they yelled about a little baby's name for 10 days straight. It just looked like a clown show. Oh, yeah. When they were trying to say that the queen didn't hear. I mean, they were just saying all these goofy things when, in fact, he did say he was going to, it's sweet to name somebody after someone that you love in your family. People like this. Mm -hmm. How is this? How is this a thing? They just look like a clown show. Yeah. Well, so we'll move on from the clown show over to (laughs) Angelina Jolie and her new tattoo. She has a quote from astronomer Galileo on her forearm. It reads, Epper C. Muove, which translates to, and yet it moves in Italian. This quote dates back to 1633, when Galileo was forced to recant his true statement that the Earth moves around the sun. Read into that what you will. Oh, she drives me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she drives me crazy. And uh, finally, sorry, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, apparently, he caused Coca-Cola's value to plummet $4 billion when he snubbed Coca-Cola and had some water at a press conference. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Words. The power of him. Wow. So I hope that you don't have Coca-Cola stock, or if you do, maybe it will bounce back. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's the well, dirt. Thanks, that, you're welcome. Now we got to do a little, you know, that time of day. On a Wednesday when we do Vintage Scandal. Yes. And then there was a scandal. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay, so yesterday what was trending in a headline was Courtney Love apologizes after a tirade against David Grohl over royalties dispute, accusing... um, him and this Trent Reznor, Reznor, I Reznor? Think Reznor of systematic abuse and blah, 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 blah. Well, she apologized. But Courtney Love was from the band Hole, and she was married to Kurt Cobain. That's and right. they have a child together, Francis Bean. Yeah, and boy, bad, bad vintage blood right. has gone on. Tons. Tons of it since um, Kurt Cobain passed away, took his, took his life. life at a very young age, at the height of Nirvana's in the early 90s. And he was 27. Yeah. And they fought, the band members fought against her for the royalties for years. And she's hired a ton of attorneys and they've gone back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. She sold uh, 25% of her share of Nirvana's publishing rights back in, um, I think, 2006. But so she's been battling with the band for years on and off. And then famously, we just talked about it. 
with Rocco or with Grant yesterday about Frances Bean having Kurt Cobain's um, guitar. She gave it to the man she met and married within like three months period. Right. And then he turned around and sold the guitar for $6 million. Well, she had to give it to him because he said it was a gift. Gift. Yeah. And, and she lost that lawsuit. Yes, she did. So here's just a couple of things to know about her. Just Courtney some, Love. Courtney Love. So in 1992, Vanity Fair... Um, did a profile on her, and she admitted that she used heroin while she was pregnant. I remember that. As a longtime Vanity Fair subscriber, she was on the cover. Yep. And so, you know, gorgeous and Mm wild-looking, but it was a very scandalous that she admitted to doing heroin. While pregnant. pregnant. While pregnant. Mm -hmm. Then, um, three years after that, at a party, she grabbed Quentin Tarantino's Best Director Oscar Award for Pulp Fiction and threatened to pound the lady who wrote the article in Vanity Fair because it was at the Vanity Fair after party in the head with it. Wow. Okay. Um, Let's see. At one point during the 1995 MTV Music Video Awards, host Kurt Lauder was interviewing Madonna when Kurt Loder. Loder, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. When he hurled... When um, Courtney Love saw the interview going on, she threw her makeup compact at Madonna in her direction. It didn't hit her. And then what Madonna said very quickly was, Courtney Love is in dire need of attention right now. Um, oh, on camera? Oh, yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. I love it. <laughs> um, she had a devastating overdose in 2003 when she lost custody of her daughter, Frances Bean. She um, and Frances Bean. Her, Kurt's mom or Kurt's, her mom? Kurt's mom, I felt it I was Kurt's mom yeah, to her okay. grandmother. And then um, she said she had just taken anti-anxiety pills, but later said it was oxycodone. I was overdosing, mm. blah, 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 blah. And she also got into a silly fight during Twilight's Height with Robert Patterson, old sparkles and twinkles. Oh. So that was kind of something. But there was an interview that was done a couple of years of her w- ago with her that was kind of, I thought it had some fun highlights about different things, okay? So she... Um, talked about her favorite Liz Taylor story. Mm. So I love that she has one. She does have one, and it was at Elton John's birthday party. Um, she had seen Liz Taylor at all the Amphar events and thought she was fabulous. And she said that Liz Taylor would come in wasted on pills in her wheelchair, looking like amazing diva, but what she, you know, just but slurring, slurring, <laughs> slurring. And she was sitting between Donatella Versace and Elizabeth Taylor. Wow. And she was wearing these canary yellow diamonds that she had borrowed from this famous designer. And she had a huge yellow one on her finger. Is this, who has this yellow? Courtney Love is wearing one. She's sitting between Elizabeth Taylor, who's wasted on pills, and Donatella Versace. And um, at the end of the meal, Elizabeth Taylor wouldn't talk to her at all the entire night. But at the end of the meal, she clinched her big diamond that Elizabeth Taylor was wearing against Courtney Love's big diamond and said, I'm bigger than you. (laughs) That's it. And then she left. So that was her first encounter. Her second encounter was in 2008 and it was Carrie Fisher and her because she was friends with Carrie Fisher. And she was like, meet me at Liz Taylor's. Everyone knows Liz Taylor's has this amazing Easter party. And so Courtney um, went with Carrie and Debbie Reynolds, you know, was really good friends with Elizabeth Taylor and blah, blah, blah. So to the party uh, to the party and Elizabeth Taylor went come down stairs. So Carrie Fisher grabs her hand and says, let's go upstairs. 
And so um, she takes her upstairs into Elizabeth Taylor's bathroom and someone was working. Jose Herbert was working his wig and oh. magic. <laughs> Jose Herbert, he did, he did Farrah Fawcett's yeah. feathered hair. And he was working on Elizabeth's wig yeah. and, and doing everything in this ill-fitted bathroom. And um, she's got this Easter bonnet on with all these artificial flowers. She looks fabulous. And Carrie was like, hey, Liz. Um, and, and, and Elizabeth Taylor's like, hey, Carrie. And then she kind of um, watched Courtney Love eyeing all the pills because this is in Elizabeth Taylor's home on, next to her bed. Oh, she was. So thinking. she had all these pills mm-hmm. at the time, and this Oxy, is the year Vicodin, of her Percocet. overdose. Oh, so Carrie is eyeing all the pills, and she turns around and st- said, "Stop looking at my pills," kind of thing. Um, and Courtney, you know, um, that's all I got, but I like you. So that's all Elizabeth Taylor said to her at the time. Right. Quit eyeing my oxycodone, but I like you. So there's that. She also said that she was embarrassed a little bit about when she was nominated after she was in the world versus Harry Flint or whatever the name oh, was. Oh, the people versus Harry right. Flint. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson was a Larry Flint. Right. And she went on stage and she was not, um, where is that sheet of paper? I hate doing this vintage scandal sometimes. There's too many sheets of paper left. All right. But well, basically, don't give away all the secrets. I know. <laughs> These are secrets of, from our little house here. But she actually went on stage and she thought that the best song should go to R.E.M., but it went to Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. And she said, this should go to R.E.M. So she did like a Kanye West thing. Oh, but yeah, she's yeah. the one presenting and giving out. And she's like so mad that it went to him. And she's yeah. saying this all on stage. And she was right. never invited well, back. Well, she was right. She was never invited back to that again. She was probably right. It probably uh-huh. should have been R.E.M. And then um, she asked, um, what do you, she was asked in this interview, what do you think the three touchstones and fashions are? And, um, she said, this is funny. I would say that Calvin Klein actually didn't invent the slip dresses as outerwear in 1991. She said she did. Okay. So she's responsible for the slip dress. Those are back in. I know. Mm-hmm. She takes responsibility for that. She, well, she did wear the tiara and the stocking did. and she did make did. it be a, a look much the way Madonna made the tool and the rubber bracelets and you know the side she did she did a lot of that kind of stuff she also said um was asked what's the best gig you've ever been to and she said it was whiskey a go-go she said i think in 1991 and it was her gig she said it was winter and never by mine by nirvana which had just come out from smells like team spirit album was on k-rock like 50 times a week it was a big deal and nobody yet knew what it was going to become. Yeah. It was just starting. My future husband, Kurt Cobain, came in to Whiskey A Go-Go. And he so. was wearing this beautiful cowboy leather coat. And he just parted the crowd like Moses. I was on stage with the original Old School Hole mm-hmm. band. We were messy. And um, then we went on to sing Velvet Underground's Pale Blue Eyes. I think we practiced it only one or two times, and we did it flawlessly. It was amazing. We were this perfect band for about four minutes. Wow. And that's it. That's the gig. 1991 in Hollywood with my beautiful, creamy, blue-eyed boy, Kurt. Nah, that's a good Mm. story. She said we rocked it. I saw um, Hole played. I am. You saw them at First Avenue. No, at Jingle Ball. They played a Jingle Ball at Target Center. 
They because I re- you loved them. Oh yeah, really good. I don't think I ever saw a hole at First Avenue. I, I would have did. liked to have no. I they this was when uh, they'd gotten a little bit more well known. They were actually I want to say I really have to ask John Bream to be sure, but I could have sworn Hole was the closing. The, the finale act or whatever for Jingle okay. Ball back in, you know, whatever days that would have been. But 90s. I remember you, I knew you when well, you saw so them. Yeah, and you so loved her. Yeah, the band was And you really love her. Fun. Well, she's into Buddha, Buddha, Buddhism and right she's now. she's gotten sober. She's gotten sober. Made up with her daughter. She has. Made up with all the band. She said, um. A new. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts mellow courtney love she does she said there's still like 12 lawyers in washington 12 lawyers in california and six lawyers in new york that continue to work on the publishing rights of nirvana with the ex nirvana ban wow that is something else it continues to go on so when she lashed out yesterday it's because she thinks they're greedy and it just continues to go on with the old band. That's a, unbelievable. I, that is the scandal. I know. All right. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Listen, we come back. Um, this actress confirms via TikTok. We've all been saying her name wrong for years and years. Or have we been saying it wrong? Mm. Uh, Grant, you delivered the word fly like so easy, like butter. I mean, you didn't even <laughs> stumble over it. Thank it you. It kind of cracks me up when I... Hear some people say fly. I'm just like, Wah. yeah. When I first saw the copy, I was yeah. like, this is a little weird, but I figured it out. Figured yeah, out how to work. No, it. you got it. It's so good. Okay, so how do you guys pronounce the actress who played Cher in Clueless? Alicia. Yeah, I would say Alicia. You would. Yeah, Alicia. Alicia. Mm-hmm. It's Alicia instead of a Shia. It's a Sia. It's a Sia. Alicia. She went on TikTok to let Gen Z know what's up. <laughs> You're watching Clueless. It's Alicia. All right. It is Alicia. We Alicia. knew that, but we I said did. it wrong. Yeah. It we is did. Alicia. Alicia. We've known this. We have. Who cares? Well, because kids, the, <laughs> the kids are discovering Clueless, the joy yes. of Clueless. And so they and wanted they to know how to Alicia. say her name. Alicia. 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 Silverstone, who would chew all of her food up and then spit it out of her mouth and put it in a bowl and feed it to her little son, Bear. Or what was her kid's name? He's got a weird name, too. Yeah. Are you for real about that? Yes, 100%. Okay, quick little side note story. When I was working for the San Diego Padres right out of college, one of my jobs was to find, like, B-roll footage of different players when we wanted to put them up on the big screen for, like, a highlight reel, right? Right. And I'm sitting... Watching this footage and Tom Lehman, local golfer here, right? right He's right, at this right, Padres right. game with his wife and 
no joke, his wife literally looked like she was bird feeding her son or whatever person <laughs> was with her. No joke. She like chewed on food, put her mouth over the boy's mouth, opened it up. And no. I could not fully see food dropping in, but there was some sort of exchange of something. And it ah. was the most awkward thing I've ever found <laughs> randomly oh. in my entire oh, life. Sorry, Tom, if you're word. listening. <laughs> yeah. I In public front row, right behind home plate, Padre Stadium, Petco Park, back in 2007. <laughs> That. Oh, that's pretty funny. Oh, that's yeah. pretty funny. We yeah. saved that one for the for the funny reels for sure. No oh, question. Yeah. <laughs> and to do I mean, it in public. That's yeah. pretty. I mean, Alicia, Alicia told us she was doing that, that she was masticating. Yes. Oh, oh Lori. And Lori, Lori loves to say that. Well, you don't I, get I'm to say masticate I'm, very no, often. No, she's a masticate. <laughs> so we went, Grant, shortly. I don't know. One of our times we were in LA for the SAG Awards. At the Polo, Polo Lounge, Lounge. the Beverly Hills And we Hotel. ordered this like chopped salad. Well, it was a blended salad. Yes. And be, we decided it was for the older crew with their dentures. I mean, yeah. it was literally it came to us and there was no... Like it had been through a masticating food grinder. I was like, somebody has chewed this salad and spit, spit it, it out and put it back in the plate. It was the nastiest. We were but like, it, but it, it was tasted... Like 30, $32. Oh, yeah. Oh, and no. this is like a 2000. Like it, it did. It but it like tasted vomit. good, I remember. Oh. oh, but we were just like, what happened to the salad? It and looked then like. And we looked around and we realized that. It's you the know, older set. It's the older set. Mm. They Maybe chop, chop the they salad. They chop it up fine. No, they've had too many Heimlich maneuvers <laughs> being done there. And they've now learned we are cutting these pieces extra small. Oh, my. So you gosh. worked for the Padres out of college? Yes, I was a production assistant. That was my first job. I got hired doing uh, post-game, pre-game shows. And then we also had a show called One-on-One, which is basically like an hour-long profile show that we did on... First what? college. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, it was it was a dream job. As you know, I'm a big yeah. baseball fan. And um, yeah, it was one of those things that I loved and adored. I uh, had a family business back home here that needed my help. And so unfortunately, I had to walk away from. But yeah, it was my first job out of college. I was running around Petco Park, hanging out in the locker room with like David Wells, Trevor Hoffman. You know, All these names mean nothing to us, but those guys. Yeah, big, big, big <laughs> baseball names. And for me, just being able to like, one of my duties was simply just getting them um, before every game. They they did a team crossword together. So I would go print out the crossword every day and hand it out to them. And Really? Yeah. I mean, it was... Oh, it was fun. And then some days I was just out on the field, like hanging out with the host, making sure that she had everything you need. Just a production assistant, right, yeah, but right. just a dream situation. That's why that you show... like the San Diego um, weather you were telling us about yeah. today. Yes, well, I Did you watch that show Pitched? Pitched? Yes. Pitched? Oh, we love that. Great show. Such a good show. We only had one season with Kylie Bunbury and Mark Consuelos. We love that show. Mark. Mark, Michael, Michael Mark Greg, Gossler, yes, Gossler, yes, that yes. no, that was a really good show that didn't unfortunately. Well, get it was because the, the guy who created us, whatever that guy's name this is, this is us, this is us, mm-hmm. created that show too, and he didn't yeah, have fuck. time. He oh, created both that's why it went time. away. Yeah, oh. we love that show, Fogelman or something yes, yes. like that. And I'd like to go back to back to Alicia's 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 son. I was right. It's Bear Blue. Bear Blue. And mm-hmm. Kate Winston's got the bare blaze. Mm-hmm. Right. And Beyonce has blue ivy. Yes. And Fabio, why is he posted on our show page? Okay, because I leaving saw, a I saw grocery this, store in LA. I saw this picture. Um and we were talking yesterday about the Sandra Bullock movie that she's the romance writer 
And who is the guy that's starring? Canem. Canem is, is going to be her La, Fabio. La City of D. Yeah, and so seeing today a photo of Fabio, Fabio so you can see what he looks like, because he was on the cover of all the romance models. Oh my he was God. like stock photo for years on the cover of Wicked Loving Ways, he Tender is the, the Heart, go-to for Where the Doves Wings Spread and Fly and Listen all those other, you. oh, I read them all. I, I read them all. I know. I loved them. He, you know, uh, what do we think of Fabio's look? He's looking pretty good, I gotta say. I thought he looked pretty good. You know? Uh-huh. I don't know how old he is or anything, but... Uh, he still looks good. He still has the long hair, although now it's a nice tint of kind of like a brownish orange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that color. No, it's, I don't that, like color that color is always boy, scary. His legs sure are looking good, and uh, yeah, his pecs, and I would have that hair like in a ponytail or something. I'd cut it. Oh, would you cut it? I would cut it and get past the look. Oh, geez, because look at how cute he looked back in the day. Oh, Remember Lord. when guys wear those half-pointed boots? Oh, yeah. Those half-boots, those are hysterical. He was hot. Yeah. He was hot. I feel like I dated a lot of guys who had that half boot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. And I do know I never, uh, like, I do like Fabio. I do like the uh, tank shirt that goes down and exposes the nipples. It's very funny. Goes down so far. Thanks, Grant. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.